What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Seven Figure Flipping Podcast. This is Bill Allen. On today's show, I have some amazing parents that are coming on to talk to you guys. The mother and father of Sofia Mendez. If you missed it, go back a couple episodes and listen to this amazing 16-year-old who's done three deals, um, one wholesale deal, one partnership, and one flip on her own with the help of her parents. But they are going to come on and talk about how they're raising this superstar young lady, how they got her involved, how they, um, some of the issues that they had, some of the tips that they have for you. So if you have kids and you are a parent and you want to get them more involved, you have got to listen to this show and share it like crazy. Share this show like wildfire because I want to change the future of our young generation. I want to change the future through the parents. It's our responsibility to upbring and grow our new up and coming children to be great members of society. And we can do that by listening to shows like this and learning from parents like them. My name is Bill Allen, and I'm the leader of a group of elite house flippers and wholesalers called Seven Figure Flipping. We don't brag or show off our success, but instead let integrity and stewardship be our guide. We are dedicated to helping people unlock the freedom they desperately need. If you ask other real estate investors, they will say to keep your secrets quiet. But we believe in abundance, not scarcity. And that's why we are the elite. We are Seven Figure Flipping, and this podcast is our playbook. All right, everybody. I am back with another show. I'm really excited about today's guests. I actually had their daughter on the show recently. She's 16 years old. If you guys missed that show, it was just a couple episodes ago. Go back and check it out. And we're going to talk a little bit about um, being a parent, getting somebody, getting your young child involved in real estate and finance and all this stuff. We'll talk about uh, their history, their background a little bit. And just, I, I wanted to bring them on after talking to Sophia, who is my guest um, a few weeks ago and just kind of figure out how we can be better parents. Like how could we get our children involved in finance, involved in real estate, get them excited. I got so much amazing feedback from that episode of a 16 year old doing her third house, her first flip. And people are like, how do you do that? Like, so mom and dad, how do you do that? So, Hey, before I ask that question, give a quick introduction of who you guys are, a little bit of background on you. And then I'll ask the, the real question of how do you do that? Okay, so um, my name is uh, Marisol Mendez, and my husband's uh, name is Omar Mendez. We started real estate nine years ago, and um, we are excited that now our daughter is joining our team. Nice. Yes, and uh, it's, uh, yes, we are a couple who has uh, worked together as a team and uh, growing together, learning, improving, and always looking to be a, a role model for our kids. So we're, we're, we're excited to be here today. Yeah, you guys, uh, give it a little bit, like what kind of real estate background do you have? You started nine years ago, what does that look like? Maybe a quick overview of what you guys have done, where you are now, and where you're going. Yeah, so basically, um, Real quick, basically, uh, uh, nine years ago, we both had a full-time job, you know, driving about half hour away from from home, you know, to uh, to uh, to our jobs. Um, yeah, basically, just like just like many other people, you know, started as a, just uh, one one uh, one flip, and it's mostly we've always just mostly done flips since then, and then you know, just over the years, we've acquired a number a number of rentals, um, you know, for for cash flow. And it's just, just been, yeah, I don't know if you want to add something to that, Marisol? Uh, yes. So we have done over 120 flips. 
And uh, we also acquire a rental portfolio that uh, has um, provided us with uh, financial freedom uh, for us and also for our kids. Where do you where are you guys from uh, originally? And when you were growing up there, did you ever think that you would have done 120 flips? No. So basically, me and Omar, we uh, were born in Mexico. We grew up there. Uh, we came here. Um, our parents brought us here because this is uh, this is the country of opportunities. You guys, uh, we came here because uh, we wanted uh, to have a better life. Our parents want us to have a better life. And uh, we are blessed to be here in this country uh, that is just full of opportunities. But when we got here, we were told that we needed to go to school and get a job and that we, our dreams will uh, come true. And then um, we drink the Kool-Aid. We did went to school, but we were not uh, financial free and we didn't have time freedom either. That's why we decided to uh, start real estate uh, nine years ago with the hope of just be able to take our kids to school, with the hope of be there for their birthdays, or be there uh, for them when they uh, got sick without feeling guilty, like, I have to call my job. I love it. Um, okay, so let's talk about your daughter. So, um, you guys started doing this business and then she told the story. I mean, uh, I don't, if you, hopefully you, I assume you guys have listened to the show by now, but, um, at the age of 12, she went on a cruise for anybody who hasn't listened to it. Um, parents brought them on a seven figure flipping cruise. Um, she was 12 years old, not really interested in anything that we were doing. She just wanted to go on the cruise and hang out and spend time with, um, like the fun things that were on there, water slides and uh, ice cream and food and games and all that stuff on the cruise. And little by little, um, just started to somewhat get interested in it. And then maybe two years later, started to really get a little bit more interested, went to a conference and then said, well, hey, maybe I could actually do something like this. Um, what was it like for you guys on your end? I just kind of wanted to hear your story. Like, did you bring your two children on the cruise? at that time because you wanted to expose them to more of this or was it just a family vacation and you were just hopeful? Like what was the intent of that? And, and what is some advice that you would give to some people who are trying to get their kids to get more interested in what they do? Do you want to take it on more or do you want me to take it? Uh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. So basically we believe that this is a family business and we would like to take our kids uh, where we travel. And uh, what I felt really good about this uh, mastermind is that basically this is, uh, I felt like my kids are safe when they go to this mastermind. And we just wanted to take them because with uh, we as parents were not cool. Uh, they think they investing in real estate is, is, is not cool. But I thought, what about if they meet like Bill Allen. What about if they mean they uh, meet Becca? What about if they meet other investors and their kids? Maybe they will think that they are cool and maybe one day they will come to me and they will be like, I want to be as cool as Bill Allen. And um, yeah, that's why we took them. Well, and one one other thing I'll add. Uh, we, we have been, we have been part of, part of the, the seven figure uh, you know, uh, family for, for, you know, uh, several years already. And so we've always seen the, the culture of the group and we've always felt like it was, it would be, it would, it would just, uh, it was, it's a, uh, a family, you know, um, 
basically a, a feel, you know, of, of a group, basically, you know, a place where you can you take your kids. And that was, that was part of, you know, probably the other reason for that. And uh, we just, uh, you know, it, yeah, at the end, you know, it, they'll have fun. And, and like, like Marisol said, you know, they'll meet, meet others. And, and yeah, that, that was basically it. Um, what would you recommend to the folks that are out there that want to get their kids involved in what they're doing? Maybe they're um, flipping houses or wholesaling houses or buying rentals or doing apartments or lending money and they want their kids to get involved. Their kids are playing video games. They're inside, they're on iPads, those kind of things. And they want to get them involved. Like what would you recommend some of the first steps? So um, I'll, I'll kind of talk, I'll, I'll kind of talk a little bit about uh, kind of what's worked for us and maybe that'll, that'll kind of, uh, you know, um, you know, uh, I'll explain that better. So we've always believed in uh, first of all, growing as a couple like marisol and i uh, always working on bettering ourselves i think um you want to be always always think and always know that your kids are always they're always watching what you're doing they're always there to see everything that's going on they see that they know what's going on they see they feel they all that um the more the, the you, your kids are I mean, I think we as parents, we, we think that, that, oh, I mean, my kid's not even listening, this and that. So we've always, uh, so number one, uh, always been uh, improving on, on ourselves, being a, uh, a role models for our kids. Um, slowly get him, get him uh, engaged, get him, get him um, uh, connected to what you're doing. You know, once they see what you're doing and, you know, um, They'll, I feel like they'll, if they, if that's something they, that they like, they'll gradually start uh, grasping on it and you get curious and, you know, it, maybe, maybe some kids, they, they'll get interested, maybe not. But I think once you, um, once you start, you always, you, you work on your foundation as a couple, first of all, as a couple, because if you and your spouse are broken, you, you, you're not, you're not on the same page. I mean, it, it could happen, but. I think the chances are less. They're smaller. Uh, so just be there for your kids. I mean, I think earlier, you know, Marisol and I were talking about, uh, I think she mentioned something about, you know, uh, you maybe let some of that money go, trade it for some time with your kids. You, you want to you wanna, uh, join on that yourself? Oh, yes. A lot of people will think, Marisol, why in the world two years ago you basically decide to go and pick up garbage when your kid's in one of um, on the projects? I am worth more than what I will pay someone to pick up garbage, but this is why I did it. I wanted to teach them a lesson. The lesson is that we um, are very grateful for the employees that we have that they go to those houses and they uh, pick up uh, garbage. They uh, do a lot of things for our business. And uh, I was paying them, but I guess that we believe as uh, parents that I don't want to teach, uh, I don't want to give a fish to my kids. I want to teach them how to fish. And I also want them, I want um, I want to show them respect and kindness to to other people and uh, respect our uh, employees because without them, we will not be where we are. Like it's a team. And I had lent money go to spend time uh, driving for dollars when Sophia to teach her how to come properties um, to be there for her. And actually I don't regret it. Maybe, um, maybe 
we I will be farther ahead in real estate, but hey, real estate without having a good relationship with my kids, I don't even I don't even want it. I prefer um, to still have a balanced life and just be there for them. I love it. We, you guys, you talked to Omar a little bit about like they're, they're always watching and they're always listening. And that's one thing that I took away from Sophia's interview that I did with her. Um, she was talking about how you guys would drive around and listen to the seven figure flipping podcast. And she was like, uh, she would just be like, it was on, she would hear it. And just, she said she would kind of listen, but she wasn't really, she didn't really care about it when she was younger, but it was just something that her parents did. You know, it's, they, they did this. It was always on in the car. She was hearing it. And eventually it started making sense. It's almost like speaking a different language, right? We were just down in Mexico and I, little by little, you can start picking it up. Like if you were immersed there, I was talking to Dave Morris and his wife, they were talking about their son who didn't speak any Spanish, but for his mission trip for two years was put in a Spanish speaking community in Ogden, Utah. And he just learned it. He's completely fluent in Spanish right now. And after a few months of just being immersed in it, you start kind of picking it up. And so if they're around, if they're there, if they have, if they're listening to it, then eventually they're going to decide, like you said, Omar, Omar, maybe they're interested or maybe they're not, but you give them the option. If you don't take them on the cruise and you don't expose them to something, they never have the option, right? So you guys opened up the door. And then something else you said was they get curious. And um, I, I think that young kids they want to do those things like that your parents are doing or they're interested in it. Like I see my son, Will, um, as you're talking, I'm wondering if I'm doing a good job with him on some of the things like over at the farm, some of the business side of the farm, things like that. Like they just think that they can't do it. They think they're too young. I'm, I'm, I'm not old enough to do this. I'm not whatever. And so what I heard in Sophia was like, she's, she just didn't know that she couldn't do some of the things. Cause you guys always said that she could. And so when she got, you know, she doesn't know that a 14 year old can't do this when other 14 year olds or 15 or 16 year olds are saying, I mean, I can't do that. I'm too young. I'll do that one day when I'm in my thirties or after college or something like this. And so really, really cool stuff um, that I think that you guys are, are opening the door for this opportunity and option that she has. And uh, your other daughter has, right. She's even uh, younger. Um, but she's working for her sister now. She said she's paying her to address stamps or address envelopes and send out uh, letters and things like that for her. Um, hey, how how important do you think patience is when it comes to this stuff? Marisol, you talked a little bit about maybe you'd be further along than you are um, right now because of some of the things that you've been doing with your um, with your daughter. But how how important is patience when it comes to bringing your kids in and letting them do things? instead of just like grabbing the phone and say, don't say that. Like how important is it to have patience and some grace when you're teaching them these things? It has taken me years. It has not happened overnight. And uh, yeah, years, basically years of trying to teach them in different ways. Um, for example, and I will give you guys one example. She wanted a phone when she was like 12 years old. And as I have told you guys, I don't believe in just giving things. I think that I will give, I will be doing a disservice to my kids because life is not, they will not just get everything that they want. So I told her, Sophia, if you really uh, want a phone, this is your two options. Either you work for our business and uh, I will pay you money or you will read 
12 books and uh but they will be my books not your books and uh if you read them i will uh, get you your phone but it comes with rules also so the first book that i give her she got so first she was upset about it but then she decided she wanted to do the books and i can tell you guys that she was so upset about reading those books and uh, but I thought, you know what, Sophia, if you just get one idea from that book, I I was just trying to plant seeds, you guys, slowly. And it took a hard time to read uh, those 12 books. And then when she read those 12 books, I told her, now you have a phone. And uh, but now is a phone is like a car, a car needs gas, a car needs certain things. If um. You have to either pay me like $15, $50 a month so you can still have your phone or you can read one book a month. <laughs> so I got her in that, in that one also. So um, it has taken years. It has taken a lot of patience, uh, a lot of books. And uh, it has taken us, we have surround her with uh, um, like different groups that uh, they have helped her, like seven figure flipping. Can I, uh, can I uh, add a little bit to that? So she mentioned um, planting seeds. I can tell you guys, there's been so, so many seeds that have been planted. And, and I, you know, most of this, uh, you know, Marisol does with Sophia, and I mean, we we all do, but she she's been more focused with with our daughters, um, and I, I think she's a, she's a great uh, great coach. She's a great wife, great leader, and so, um, and go back to a little bit about patience. Well, here's the thing: um, if you want your kid to if you want to get get your kid uh, involved in what you're doing and you want to get him interested well here's the thing get interested in your kid first get interested i mean like once you once you uh what's what's the word um okay if you you want you want to get your 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 son involved or your your daughter involved um put yourself in his or her shoes and they, they're going to feel like you understand them. And of course, like Marisol was, was explaining, once you, you know, they want the phone, okay, here's the phone, but guess what? I mean, still, yes, treat him, treat him, you know, for, for the age, but gradually start raising the bar. Raise the bar. Okay, here's your phone, but here's what you got to do. Well, cool. Okay, you want, right? You want something? Well, here, here's here's what it's going to cost. And then they'll they'll do it. But and but yeah, gradually get them involved, and once they feel like, hey, you know, my mom is she she's on my team. I you know what? Yes, mom. Well, we'll do that. So that's I feel like that's how it's been for our family, and so it's been it's been really really cool. I like that a lot. Get interested in them. So um, what I hear is a little bit like if they know that you care, and it's funny because you you said that she was upset about the books because I just saw her give a presentation in Mexico about um, her journey to all of our runway members and some of the altitude members that wanted to show up. And even some like Andy McFarland was in there and pretty much every, like the majority of the entire group was in there. And now she's bragging about those 12 books that she read. 
she puts them up and talks about the, all the books that she read, right? There's these 12 books and how they changed her, her mindset and changed the way that she thinks. And so what becomes, what starts out as pain becomes something that they're really proud of down the road. So I, same thing with Will. I did the same thing with him. I heard, um, I was at a presentation where there was another dad talking about his son and how he gave him like $20 every time he read a book, one of his books, right? And and the son was up on stage. He was 17 years old talking about all, he's got a million dollar business at 17. And he's talking about this challenge and how hard it was and how he didn't want to do it, but how that framed his mindset and changed the way that he thinks even as a young kid. And so I was giving Will the opportunity. Will was six or seven, I think he was seven when I gave him this book. It was The Way of the Warrior Kid, the Jocko Willink books about um, ownership. And uh, I said, you get you read this book and you write me a report on it, two-page report, I'll give you $20. And it was like, no, no. And then he wanted something from the farmer's market last year. And I said, hey, you get $20 if you read that book. It's been sitting on your desk for a while. He was getting into reading and he read it, wrote a two-page report for me and did it very quickly and really loved it. And so now he's like, wants to do another one and another one. And now it's constantly like, hey, if you want $20, here's the next book, here's the next book. And they're getting more and more difficult and challenging and um, and specific for what I think that he needs based on what's going on in his life. So I really love that. Get interested in them. And they know if you're interested in them. I, I, I think if they know that you're interested in what they're doing, they're going to be a little bit more interested in what you're doing. Like you said, Omar, for me, I started, I, it's very easy to kind of like, just say that the things that they're doing, like the video games, the stuff that you don't appreciate or don't like is is wrong. And so what I did instead, what I've been trying to do is trying to, is trying to understand it, try to ask him questions. Cause he, he studies that stuff really well. I couldn't believe it. Like he'll watch a YouTube video on a video game and learn it. And that can be directed to something that's probably more beneficial for him um, of understanding a skill and learning. So if he understands that he's learning that he's understanding a skill and it can be, we can point it in a different direction. That's probably more beneficial long-term. Um, uh, it's me getting interested in him and, and being a part of his life, you know, and and not just saying, oh, that's dumb or don't do that. Why do you do that? Those kind of things. Um, has it always been easy? I know you mentioned the books, but has it always been easy? Because I think a lot of people listening like, oh, my gosh, I wish I could just like wake up and my 16 year old would be flipping houses with me. Um, so if not, what are some of the kind of roadblocks that you guys hit some of the challenging points? And what did you do to get past those? Very good question. And I am going to share this because uh, Sophia is very open about it. And she actually ha has shared this. Um, I think that when she was like 12, 12 to 14, she was passing through um, those teenager, teenager years that they can be very challenging. Um, she was passing through, I will say, uh, a lot of insecurities. Uh, depression um, and all the things that a lot of teenagers are passing through and me as a mom I honestly didn't know how to deal with that either uh, she's my oldest daughter um, it took time for our relationship to got to get better but I never give up I never give up on her. I never give up in uh, having a good relationship with my kids. So I don't know if this is answering your question, but um, 
parents, don't give up if your kids are passing through a hard time right now. Be there for them. Love them. Care so, about them. Here, here's one thing that I, I'd like to add to that. So, um, I, I've seen in life, I've seen where um, I, many situations where, you know, um, I, I think that we as parents, we don't realize like how much responsibility it's it's upon us for our kids' um, success, for our kids' uh, uh, you know, uh, over the years maturing, the kids uh, learning, you know, uh, growing and, and doing better things. The reason why I say that is, is this, because I've seen cases where, um, you know, uh, uh, let's just say a family out there, right? Uh, one of the kids decides to go a different route. Maybe he gets into gangs and eventually ends up in prison, gets in trouble all the time. And, and then later on, we're asking ourselves, like, what? I, I told my kid, you know, uh, um, I was, I've always been working, you know, to provide the best for him. And I, I bought him all the bicycles he wanted and, and the games and the toys. And it's like, that's, that's great. But did we forget that your kid wants your needs and wants your time? He wants to feel appreciated. He wants he wants to feel understood. He wants to feel like you are there and you've been there for him. And I mean, I, I, I'm just gonna say this. Probably, I, I feel like if 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 your kids go a different route, and when not when I say a different route, it's like uh, they get in trouble. They they end up not doing anything with their life and and nothing productive. Well, maybe we should ask ourselves: was what was there was there something left for me to do? as a parent because i mean we we can't we can't blame the school system you, you, oh, you know i mean there's so many issues problems out there right um and we can blame a thousand things but the only the only people to uh to take you know to to blame it's ourselves and we if there's something that doesn't go well guess what there's probably something missing there that we uh we're not doing or we didn't do that's yeah i like that a lot I, I totally agree with you hundred percent. We, we say we're, we're working towards all this stuff. We're working towards um, making money and we're, we're traveling all the time or we're at work nonstop for our family, but we never take the time to actually be there for our family. And, and I feel like, you know, for the past few years, I've shared this on the show before for me is I feel like I'm always plugged in. Like I'm never really like truly there. Like I never am able to unplug from the business, even at home, put the phone down, the computers down, the, my thoughts down. And, and sometimes my kids will have to say daddy three times before I even hear them the first time. And that's when I realized like, man, I'm not, uh, I'm there, but I'm not there. And I think a lot of us struggle with that entrepreneurs specifically um, of truly being there. So I've worked a, really hard to kind of be able to, to turn one thing off and, and turn them on and be there and, I heard somebody say it's not always the quantity of time that is spent. It's the quality of the time that is spent there. And so what I found was I was spending a lot of quantity of time, but not a lot of good quality of time. And I may be always, and my kids are like, you're always on your phone or put that down or play with me and things like that. And they, that's what they want. They just want that. My kids right now, the kids are kind of little. My 
six-year-old and my five-year-old. My five-year-old specifically, every time I get home, he's like, daddy, be the monster, be the monster. And all he wants me to do is just chase him around the playroom and like throw him on the couch and run around. And honestly, a lot of times I'm tired when I get home, you know? And if you're listening to this, you're tired when you get home. You had a long day. It was rough. You just want to kind of sit on the couch. And I shared this at the, at the event last week. Um, there's, a, there's a book that a guy that I met called uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy. He wrote a book called Be Your Future Self Now. And inside of that, that kind of concept of your future self, if you look at your future self, that your kids are grown, they're moved out of the house, and your future self is looking back on that moment where you come home tired and you just want to sit on the couch for a little bit, but your kids want to play, your future self will play with those kids because they're not able to play with that five-year-old again. And they'll look back and say, what are you doing, dummy? Like, get off your butt and put the phone down, put the computer down and play with that kid because he's 21 years old right now, out of the house, and you'd give anything to chase him around and be the monster when he's five and be able to pick him up again. So like, even, I mean, I get, I get choked up even every time I tell that it's like, it hits me really hard because I think of, you know, I might've lost a year of my kid's life doing that. And I'm not willing to lose another minute of it. And if you're listening to this right now, like hopefully you're not willing to lose another minute of all of it. Like if you think about your future self and you really project that and think about what would your future self look back and say to you now, would they, would they say, Go home early, play with the kids. That email can wait till tomorrow. That phone call can wait, put the phone down, like give them a hug, give them a kiss, tell them you love them, say, I'm sorry. All the stuff with you, your spouse, your family, your kids, like that's the stuff that really matters. Um, Everybody says like, you know, you can't buy more time. And when you're on your deathbed, you're you're not going to be counting the money that you have, but you're going to be counting all the relationships and the people that are around you. So I think that's really big and important. And I love that you guys said that, um, all of those things and shared some of the struggles that you have. It's not always easy, right? It's not always easy raising children. And like, I just want to look back in the future and say, hey, I did the best thing. I did the best that I knew how. I look at my parents and I really believe that my parents did the best that they knew with what they had. Um, For me, my brother and us growing up, we're not going to be perfect. Um, We are going to mess up. Um, but you're right. Like, I just need to spend more time, quality time and, and love them and be interested in them and, and, and push them and, and expose them to things that they might, other kids might not be exposed to, or some, um, some areas of expertise that I have and things that I do that they can, uh, they can come. I remember when Will was at Flip Hacking Live this year. Um, he's, he usually comes on the third day. Like I bring him down there and he stays with my dad for a couple of days and plays. Then he comes on the third day. So he's gotten to see like Walter Bond. And this year he saw uh, Nick Santanastasso. And I could just see when Nick came out, you know, he's got like no legs, no arms. And he's coming out. I just, my son's sitting right next to me. We go down the front row, we sit together and I, he was just riveted. He's just like, and I couldn't tell, like, is, is it judgment? What is it? But he's so pure. He just like was captivated by what he was saying and totally involved. And like, what little kid, what seven or eight year old kid gets to see a world-class public speaker talk about motivation for, for an hour? You know, there probably there were like 20 kids in the room, maybe, and maybe just one or two that were his age. And I mean, that's just an amazing opportunity that he gets to have that honestly, if you're listening to this, they, your kids can have too. You can bring them and expose them to this. You can bring them to the mastermind groups. You can bring them to Flip Hacking Live. You can bring them to our multifamily event. You can bring them to our virtual experiences, the things that we do online. You can expose them to this very early. And that's what I want people to get from this. I want them to understand 
that there's an opportunity there for your children to follow along and shadow you in your learning and your growing. And you don't have to have it all figured out to invite your kids along with you. I mean, we're putting on a kids event here in June at the office for our mastermind members, ages six to 18. So, I mean, I want to figure out how we can educate these kids how can, and, and the parents. How do we educate the parents to show them what's possible for the kids? And a lot of times we send our kids to school and it's really just like glorified daycare where our kids just don't have to be around us for the day so we can get stuff done. And then when we get home, they're, they're watching TV, we're making dinner or we're sitting on our butt just kind of relaxing, they're still working. And how do we as a family come together and say, what did you learn today? What's going on? Let me get interested in your life. This is a big, a couple of big things that I took. Your kids are always watching and listening. They're very curious about, about what's going on and they want to do more. You got to have patience and it's not always easy. Um, and get interested in them. Get interested in them. What are some last things that you guys can share? Maybe some things that I missed asking you, but um, something that you would share for the listeners that want to get their kids involved. Maybe some other advice that I didn't necessarily ask you guys about. Um, okay. So I was thinking about this and I also think that the importance of who your friends are, uh, because they are not just going to influence you. They are also influ in influencing your kids. So think about the friends that you have. And if you have friends that they are not, um, good friends, remember that they are not just influencing you also your kids. I think that's brilliant. That's really important to note. I think about this all the time with my, my kids, friends, parents that I don't know that well. Um, like I love, I love kids coming to the mastermind meetings, the, the events, these kind of things. Like I know every single one of those parents would be great influence, um, on, on the children, but ah, just, I like, I haven't, don't spend a lot of time with my kids' parents. And some of them, my son sleeps over his friend's house quite a bit. Like I've spent time with the parents, um, but we, de we definitely have, I, I would suspect, different mindsets in certain areas and different um, thoughts and, and feelings. So um, I'm always asking him, hey, what did you guys do? What was happening? What was going on while you were there? Like trying to get some, um, some more information of, of how things go. So I think it's a great, great piece of advice. Another thing also is we always talk about like uh, money and we have uh, let our kids know the money because a lot of people are under the impression the money is like evil or money is good or we just got uh, always explain our kids money is a tool and uh, a tool that you can use it for good or for bad but it's to the owner of the money. Is not the money that will make you better or worse. I don't know. Just like simple concepts. We we are. I know that a lot of families struggle like talking about money in their house. We talk about it openly, like right, no more. Yeah. Do you want to add something else? Yeah. So um, for me, I'm going to say um, so. Think about as 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 a parent, as a uh, a couple, you know, with your spouse. Think about where you are right now, and think about uh, you know uh, um, where where you would like to be in you know this year, three, five, ten years, twenty years, right? Think about that. And if you don't like the what you see down the down the down the lane, well, start changing it right now. Uh, if you want to be a better better a better parent. 
I mean, you want to be a better spouse? You want to be a better individual? Well, start working on yourself. Um, work with your spouse. Be on the same page. And if you don't work with your spouse, that's okay. Um, you know, uh, as long as your spouse supports you on what you do, I don't, I don't think that uh, any it, it doesn't mean that you know if, if you're business partner with your spouse, you know, it, it, it's it's okay. But let's say you are you work with your spouse on the same team, you know, on the same business. So keep educating yourself, read, learn as much as you can. The more the more you grow yourself, the better version of an individual you will become over time. And and, and sometimes we don't even feel we, we don't know. Like yeah yeah, I'm, I'm growing right. It's like you know, your kid doesn't know like it, we can see how they're growing every day. So the more you you educate yourself the better person you're going to be, the more you can influence your kids to do better. Guess what? Other one, uh, join, join a mastermind. Like if you want to be a girl in this area of your life, join a mastermind, you know, uh, and you'd be surprised how much that will change your life. I mean, going back to, for us, going back to, um, uh, nine years, I mean, Thanks to my wife, she, uh, out of all the books in the library, she goes and she grabs the book by Robert Kiyosaki, Rich That Poor Dad. He said, here you go, read this book and this will change our lives. And guess what? Yes, that has changed our lives. And yes, I hated reading books in the past. It was like, nah, 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 I'm not. Like, but you know, she, yeah, she, she, she laughs because that's, that's true. And I'm very grateful that, uh, that we are, you know, uh, uh, on the same team and, and uh, husband and wife and, and business partners. And uh, it, anyway, it, it's 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 been great. So always, always keep growing yourself first. You know, if you if you don't have love, how can you give love to someone? Well, you can't. So anyway, I, I get I get excited about this stuff. <laughs> just love your kids. <laughs> yes, love your kids and just just keep and just yes, be patient, patient, patient. And uh, if you are doing the right thing, eventually you will see that that seed growing and, and becoming a, a you know a tree, and that's going to grow, and, and you'll be you'll be amazed what 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 happens from there. So I love it, and, and I'll just I'll just end with this: just do the best that you can, like really do the best that you can with the tools that you have, and over time it's going to compound, like a little bit better and a little bit better over time becomes exponentially better. And so, um, for me, I'm just, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm taking, getting advice from everybody who has older kids that are doing a bunch. Like I love part, part of the reason why I want to interview you guys. It's selfish. I want to know what I should be doing. And same thing. I asked Tyler and I asked Jeremiah and I asked, I asked, um, uh, Nate, Nate Eccles with his daughter, Riley, like what, what's going on here? Like there's this movement of children buying houses and Ryan, Ryan Whitfield, he's got, um, his, his, uh, son, Ollie is doing some really big things. It's really cool to see what's happening. And I cannot wait for the kids that show up to the kids event this year. And we do this uh, event. We're doing it on June uh, 8th and 9th here at my office in Spring Hill. So if you're one of the mastermind members and you're hearing this podcast, make sure you RSVP for the kids event, June 8th and 9th. We do some really cool stuff over at the farm. It's going to be fun. It's going to be kind of like the cruise where kids want to come for the fun. And then we're going to slip them a little bit of like learning and knowledge and information about investing, finance, and real estate investing. 
And so over two days, we're going to spend some time with them. And uh, ages six, I think six is probably about the earliest. If you've got a really kind of advanced five-year-old, that's probably fine. But we'll have some early classes and we'll have some uh, more like classes for some older kids. Break them up, split them up, depending on who RSVPs. Um, if you're interested in that and you're not a member of our mastermind, there's still time to join the mastermind. Go to sevenfigurerunway.com. Um, the number seven figure runway.com fill out an application and talk to one of my team members and we'll see if it's the right fit for you jump in and come to this event this might be your first event and if this is your first event we'll blow you away i can promise you that and so for me i i want to i want to create something for my kids and then next year if we do it again next year i want to see all these kids like the growth that they've had the development that they've had and the things that they've been able to accomplish in a year like little mini like i don't know uh uh uh, like a minor flip hacking live, like flip hacking live for minors, basically. So we have this uh, event that I, I, that I want to do. I want to grow it. I want to make it really big. And I think it has the opportunity to have a lot of legs. I really think that the future is bright for our, for our younger ones. And we can crush all these people saying that the next generation is, is garbage. The next generation is not going to do anything. The next generation is, uh, I think it's totally false. It's and and if that does happen, it's not their fault. It's ours. It's our fault. It's our generation's fault. So take some responsibility and some ownership for the product that you're putting out there into the world. And so everybody who's saying these uh, millennials and the, the the next, whatever's after that, I don't know. There's younger kids than that now. And they're, they're, they're the problem. They're not the problem. We're the problem. We are the original iPhone generation. We are the original computer and technology generation. So we are so stuck on our phones and our computers and and not involved in our kids' lives that that's what they see. And they grow up with our phone in our hands. So what do they have in their hand? They have their phone. They have the iPad. They have the computer. They have, they, they're being numbed. And so what I want to do is I want to remove that. I want to, I want to take some responsibility and some ownership to say, all right, well, if it's our fault, let's see if we can reverse this. Let's see if we can do it in the other direction. Let's see if we can make it better. So that's the plan. Um, okay. Any last things? Save rounds before we go. Thank you, Will Allen. Uh, I always say Will Allen. <laughs> Just thank you. And for all the, the parents out there, um, just continue doing the best that you can do and um, be patient. Don't give up and love your kids. Yes. And uh, having a having a kid's mastermind, I can tell you that um, that for a parent, that will be one of your greatest investments if you choose to do that for your kids. That and you know, and, and many more things. Because, like I said earlier, we have been part of the the the, the seven figure uh, you know uh, mastermind, and we have we have we know that we have grown a lot because we've been part of a mastermind. And obviously, you know, the seven figure you know family. It's been it's been great influence for us for our kids. Uh, don't don't let the opportunity go. You know, I mean, I mean, go be 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 a member. You know, and see if you like it. See see how it goes for for, for you and your family. And um, I, I can tell you guys, it's it 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 it'd be life changing. You know, but do your part. You got to do your part too. So, yep. Um, okay, how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about what you're doing there in? Uh, Washington, or maybe you guys need something like some private money or some partners, or you're looking for something specific, this is your chance to give like a quick 30 second commercial. 
Okay, we always need more deals. We always need uh, cheaper money. And we uh, love to partner up with people and create win-win situations. If uh, you guys uh, want to partner up with us or if you guys want to put your money to work, you guys can uh, send us an email to marisolmendez509 gmail.com. Let's talk. Let's uh Let's make uh, our lives better. <laughs> okay. M-A-R-I-Z-O-L-M-E-N-D-E-Z. What was the number? 509. 509 at gmail.com. We will put yes. that in the show notes um, so you guys can see it, but you can reach out to them. And where are you guys? What area are you in? For Where, where are you buying? We're in, uh, we're in Eastern Washington. What uh, specific counties? Uh, Grand County. I mean, yeah, mostly Grand County and, you know, well, yeah, Grand County. Okay. Eastern Washington. Um, and there you guys go. So thanks for coming on the show. I love talking to you guys always. Um, I'm really excited about the future for you and your family. And, uh, I can't wait to see what you guys all accomplish together. It's really inspiring and I'm really proud of you and I'm learning a ton from you guys. So I, I love it. Thanks for being on the show and for everyone that's listening, I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye.